Welcome back to the Good Portion Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan King, and I'm so excited you're here. In a world where busyness is celebrated and being overwhelmed is the motherhood norm, this hot mess mom is here to tell you there's joy and fulfillment through setting aside those typical mom expectations and instead building true, authentic connections with Christ, ourselves, and others. So throw those kids some fruit snacks, grab that cold cup of coffee or that well-deserved glass of wine, and let's get ready for the good portion. Hey there, mamas. <laughs> we are back with another episode of your favorite wine slinging and sipping, messy bun and legging wearing, and sometimes unfortunately swearing hot mess mom. I think that's going to be my new commercial. What do you think? No? All right. Anyway. Uh, I hope this week has been favorable to you guys and that you are not only taking some time to listen in and grow with us, but also taking the time to reflect in what God's direction over your life is after each and every one of these episodes. Now, I know us mamas don't get a ton of time to ourselves, so we're going to get rolling really quick today. But before we do that, I do want to say a couple of things. First of all, I want to apologize in advance. You guys today are getting a rough episode okay normally I record an episode and then I go in and I edit it and then I get it published for you and you get this nice clean episode for the most part right but unfortunately those of you who are in our Facebook community the Good Portion Mama Facebook group you might have seen my Facebook live this morning about the struggles I was having and being able to record this episode so Typically, I like to go record at my mom's house while I have my daughter at preschool because I can be in a house that's empty other than just me and it's silent and I can get some good some good sound quality in there. Unfortunately, today I got over there and started setting everything up to record today's episode and realized my tablet was dead and I did not bring my charger. I left it on the table at home. So uh, I figured out how to record it on my phone and then realized all of my outline and notes for today's episode and references and everything were saved on that dead tablet. So instead, I binge watched the last two episodes of Grey's Anatomy uh, to get caught on that and caught up on that and drank some some of my fancy coffee that I picked out from Farmhouse Coffee in Meriden. So now... I do want to apologize in advance for the echo. I am currently sitting in the empty house that we are remodeling because it's the only place close to where I'm living right now at my in-laws that I can go to where people aren't constantly pulling on my shirt or asking for a glass of milk or needing screaming from the bathroom, mommy, come wipe me. So uh, it is very echoey in here. I don't know if echoey is a word, but it is now. So. So I apologize in advance for the, for the poor sound quality on this episode uh, and assure you we'll get back to the good stuff you guys are used to listening to next week. Now, that being said, don't judge me when you hear me licking my lips because it's really cold in here because the heater is not on. So I am sitting in pajama pants with yoga pants underneath them, a big hoodie and gloves <laughs> in the middle of this completely empty kitchen. <laughs> Uh, and you'll have to hear me say, um, and, uh, a lot because that's just how I talk. Normally I cut those out when I go to publish an episode, but unfortunately that's just what you're getting today. So 
We dug in deep in our faith connection over the last two weeks and hopefully I didn't scare you guys away with the struggles and real personal insights that I had going on and had probably should be changed to have because let's be honest, it's still a work in progress. I'm still working through all that and praying on all of it. So today I want to lean in on one of our other connection categories, our career and calling category, okay? Now, if you are caught up on all our previous episodes, actually, if you're not caught up on all of our previous episodes, I think you need to go back and start at episode one and then work your way up here. But if you have, you'll notice that we kind of covered what all the connection categories are, and then we started breaking them down episode by episode just a little bit, right? And going forward, we're going to continue touching on each individual connection category, uh, one or two at a time, um, but we never really got to break down this career and calling connection before we had our bonus episode with Stephanie Gass, and then I took my my couple-month break to reprioritize and figure out how to make this homeschooling thing work, right? Now, some of you have asked, why is this one career and calling connection? Why isn't it just your career connection? So I wanna explain that really quickly, and then today we'll dig in and break it down just a little bit further. Honestly, my initial response when I was trying to give a name to these different categories of connection My initial thought was not everybody has a career and when they do, not everybody's career is their calling. So I wanted to be able to do both of them, but they both kind of fit under this one umbrella category of connection, right? And to be completely honest, (laughs) I didn't want to have to, I, I didn't want to have to say a million words and then connection category, right? And then if we're being honest, you guys should just be glad that there's only two subsections listed in this category for you to learn because technically I believe there's three, but for the sake of efficiency when talking about the categories, I only listed the two. And I also like that they both started with a C because I'm weird like that. But anyway, technically I believe there's three subsections within this connection category and those are job, career, and calling. All right, so the third subsection is job. And for the sake of transparency and understanding, we're gonna talk about all three of them today and then um, just going forward, you just know that when I say career and calling, I am talking about job or career or calling, okay? Now, we have job, career, and calling. And before we discuss all the differences in these, I think maybe we should discuss the similarities. Each of these three things require some sort of action to be completed or to be done or to be doing, right? You can't do a job or task without the word do. You can't have a career without actually performing some sort of duty or service or job. And you certainly can't live out a calling without taking some steps in the direction of whatever it is that you're called to do. Another similarity is that all three of these things could be one of many in that subcategory. You can have multiple jobs. You can have multiple callings. And while it might be difficult or require some skill or organization, you can also have multiple careers. All three can come with either financial woes 
or they could come with some type of financial income. And all three could be things that at first you aren't any good at. All three of these could morph into one of the other subcategories at any point as well. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But each of these three similar but different activities come with their own prerequisites or an initial need in order to have or obtain it or for us to really categorize it as that particular area, okay? So here is where we're gonna go in and kind of break these three down and talk about some of the ways that they're different, okay? The prerequisites for each of these are as follows. In order for it to be a job, it requires opportunity. In order to get a job, you simply need the opportunity to apply for one. You need access to the knowledge that the job is even available. You gotta have a way to get there or to call about it or email about it. You need the ability to actually apply and do it, right? A job is, simply put, a task that you must complete in exchange for some sort of payment for your duties. Now, while some jobs do have certain expectations in order to be hired, the most important piece in play is simply the opportunity to do it. A job could be something as simple as doing the laundry and dishes because you live with your parents or your in-laws, <laughs> flipping burgers at the local fast food joint, or selling snazzy jewelry online, right? All of these things are a task being completed in exchange for some sort of wage or income, whether it's money or just the ability to sleep under your parents' roof. Now, it in no way requires that you enjoy doing it, and in some cases, doesn't even require your best efforts for it to be considered a job. Now, a career has the prerequisite of extended time spent or experience. A career, while still in most cases a duty or service completed in exchange for some type of a fee or a wage, is a little more complex than a job. Because in order to call something a career, it requires some sort of skill, time, and or experience doing a particular job or task in a particular area or industry, all right? When people talk about a career, they're talking about a job or action with the expectation of some sort of relatively significant time spent or an anticipated time spent doing that particular task or service. For example, when we're talking in terms of a career in exchange for financial compensation, you might think like my Aunt Marcia is enjoying her career as a nurse. She has done it for many years. So she has a career as a nurse. My cousin Amanda has a career as an elementary school teacher because she's done it for a while and plans to continue doing it for a longer time frame. If your brother David has been in college for 10 years without a degree, you might imply jokingly he's a career college student, right? Because he's been there for a while. If you are somebody who has homeschooled your kids for 10 years, maybe you're not receiving some sort of financial compensation for it, but the, the wage that you are receiving in exchange for that is the time and memories with your kids or perhaps the lack of financial burden for childcare or school or whatever, right? So you're not going to have 
You're not going to have somebody who says, I've got a career at Burger King. If they've only been there for two weeks and they don't intend to make that their extended future plans, right? That's going to be a job. It's not going to be their career. Not that there's anything wrong with that if that's your plan. I don't believe one job over another is better or worse if it's what you can and need or want to do. I've got four kids. I don't cook every day, so I'm the last person you will ever hear complaining about people who support my fast food habit by making that their career or their job, whatever that is, okay? All right, moving on. Then we come to calling. The prerequisite for calling is divine direction, okay? Calling is the one that is the most personalized and unique and honestly, I think the most rewarding, okay? And and we'll dig into the rewarding part just a little bit further here in a few minutes, but here's, here's where I gather that. Anyone can choose to take up an opportunity presented to them and apply for a job. And if they do get the job, and regardless of their preference or why they do it, if they continue in that job for an extended period of time, they can, in essence, call that their career. A calling, however, a calling is something you receive divine direction, usually in multiple points in your life or in different ways or through different experiences or situations that ultimately lead you to what you really enjoy and do best in a way that glorifies God's kingdom in the most wonderful of ways. In order for a task or a service to be your calling, it requires divine direction. And it will be something that God created you for and knows that you are fully capable of doing. And not just simply that you're capable of doing it, but doing it in a way for his glory that makes his gospel known, okay? And not only just for the people that you know, but even for the people that you don't. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is that any of these three things can be commingled or can morph from one subsection to another too. Maybe you started working for an employer simply because the opportunity was right and you needed the money, but you initially didn't have any intention of staying for a while, right? And then things just worked out well. It was comfortable and convenient and you're good at it and boom, it's been 20 years and that job became your career. Or maybe you started employment in what you thought or hoped to be a lasting career, but unfortunately realized relatively quickly It instead was just a job you weren't as good at or interested in as you thought. It makes me think of when I was in middle school and I was in band. (laughs) I played the clarinet for like one year, I think. Two years? I don't remember. Anyway, our, our band instructor was Mrs. Gross. And she had a young man who I'm guessing was interning through the school to become a music instructor. And... I believe halfway through the year, he quit because he did not like working with middle school students. And I mean, like, I feel like that would be a prime example of starting employment in what you thought was going to be your career, but unfortunately, it wasn't, right? Or maybe you started a job that over time became a career because you realized it was, in fact, 
your calling, and the enjoyment and skill level that you brought to the position was more than enough to keep you doing the same thing for an extended time period, all right? Now, for the ease of discussion, I decided job and career could be combined into one subsection for the ease of saying career and calling category. Because while I know some people start a job simply out of necessity, my hope is that if you're listening to this podcast, you fall within one of those two options, that you are already working in an environment that is your career or you're actively pursuing a career, doing something that you want to be doing, even if you currently just have a job for the time being. Or while you may or may not have a job or career that you do in exchange for a fee or a wage, you have a calling that you're living out through some sort of service or action, okay? Now, I told you this was going to be a lighthearted episode and a shorty, but I want I want to let you know that I know you're here for growth and not just a quick run through on my vocabulary thoughts on this connection category. So, so here's where we're going to discuss more of the application of the career and calling category, okay? It's really, really important to understand that everybody has a calling. As a woman or even a man of God, you have a divine calling from our creator in order to glorify the one true God, okay? And everybody has their own spiritual gifts or blessings or whatever you want to call it, your skills. Everybody has a skill set or a gift that God created them to use in order to not only share the gospel, but also to glorify him in the long run, right? And while some people have the advantage of not having to have a job or a career, I also understand that a job or a career may be necessary even if it's not your calling. But I want to encourage you that if you are one of those people, and I I want you to take a deep look and kind of examine what it is that you do day to day. If you are one of those people that is in a job or a career that is not your calling, it is not um, in any way, shape, or form fulfilling your needs or your desires or utilizing your gifts, I want you to kind of sit on that and simmer on it and think about this. Perhaps your job or career is not necessarily your calling. Perhaps your calling is to utilize the people that you are around in that job or that career in spreading the news of Christ, okay? The other thing I want you to think about is why is your job or your career not your calling? Why are you doing something that doesn't light you up? Why are you doing something that doesn't help you grow more brothers and sisters in Christ? Now, I'm fully aware that in order to have a particular job or career, it does require opportunity. 
So it could be that you are in that job or that career that is not your calling or doesn't feel like your calling because it's the only thing that you can do right now. That's going to happen. Um, but understand that just because you don't feel like that job is your career or is your calling, you still have a calling to fulfill that you can fulfill through that job or that, that career, okay? So I'm gonna get a little bit personal here to kind of give you an example, a real life in-person example. I grew up being the kind of person who loved talking, go figure, right? <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I loved talking to people. I loved socializing with people. I loved helping people. I loved making things, right? I was constantly walking down to the hardware store in Meriden and buying these random things that they had and making little crafts out of them to give as gifts to my grandparents or my mom or my dad or whatever. And I always liked to sing and perform and be in front of people. I liked helping teach people when I got into high school and I was on the dance team. My favorite part about it was helping teach the other dancers on the team how to do the new dances. Like that was one of my favorite parts. And I've always loved reading. I've loved doing all kinds of things that involve kids. I mean, goodness sakes, I've got four of them, right? My mom has been like a lifetime preschool teacher and so I've always found that I've done well with um, kind of, I don't know, wrangling small children and getting them to follow and, and do things that, you know, if their mom asked them to do it, they probably wouldn't. But, but that's just how it goes. Kids are always better for other people than they are for, your own, for, for their parents. But I digress. Anyway, growing up, I wanted to be a hairstylist or a famous singer or an actress. <laughs> and that's because that's what I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed being in front of people. I enjoyed talking with people. I did hair for proms and weddings and all kinds of stuff. And then I went to school and I wanted to go into school for business because I wanted to own my own business. I wanted to be in charge and I liked organizing and I like scheduling and planning. And so, of course, I wanted to be a business owner, right? But right out of high school, I started college. And when you go to college, guess what? you got to pay for student loans. So I had to get a job. And I had worked in the food industry. I worked at Sonic for a little while. And then I got a job at a tuxedo shop. And... Um, so I learned customer service there and got really good at it. And then I applied for another job at the mall called Charlotte Russe, <laughs> where I sold clothes and jewelry and stuff. And I, I got to where I was training people and I was running a register and training people on how to do that. And I was really good with customer service and, and dealing with angry customers. Uh, my patience level was much better than before having four kids, obviously. But anyway... Um, and then from there, I had multiple management positions. And then I moved to Silver Lake Bank where I was a customer service representative and I got to help people open accounts and I got to where I reviewed applications for other serv uh, customer service reps to make sure that they were done uh, correctly and completely and in a way that was um, efficient for everybody. And then from there, moved on to a field marketing organization where I was a processor of applications there. So I'm very detail-oriented. I'm very 
organized when it comes to things like that. I became a phone rep where I was basically a customer service rep between agents and annuity companies. And what I learned over all of those jobs that I had was that while each of those jobs were different and the tasks were different, I had a career in service. And that service career had multiple little webs that come off of it, right? You have the customer service side of it, you have the training side of it, and the management side of it, the organization, the socializing, because you can't provide a service without communication, right? And so my career was service. And then I left the field marketing organization to become a stay-at-home mom because while my career was customer service, my calling, I realized, was being a mom. And don't get me wrong, you can have a calling as being a mom and also have a calling in the the corporate world. I mean, those two are totally, totally meshable, I guess. You can do those together. And it's been proven time and time again with lots and lots of women over many generations. But for me, when I had my third kid, my priorities changed. And the realization of where where does my priority of providing for my family weigh up against my priority of raising my children in a way that not only is beneficial in our home because everybody loves each other and gets along, but in a way that they can in turn glorify God in the lives that they live going forward. And I was in a position where, you know, my job was important. I was good at it. I loved it. I loved the people I worked for. I loved the people I worked with. I loved the people that I served in my job. Um, And I made really good money doing it. But the stresses and the time away from my kids outweighed the, the benefit of the financial security from it. And so we rearranged our lives. Obviously, you guys know this story if you've listened to the other episodes. I left, I left the corporate world. I started my own business as a wine consultant. And that gave me the flexibility to be able to be home with my kids more often and spend more time with my husband and all of that, right? And focus on this calling as a mother and as a wife and a friend, you know? But I still was able to fulfill this calling of service for my customers as a wine consultant. Now, when I talk about this service side of being a wine consultant, it's not just the the sales and placing orders and stuff like that, but the ability to provide an event where moms can get together without their kids and socialize and sip on wine, the ability to serve these guests or customers in learning what kinds of wines they like and why they like a wine or they don't like a wine. Uh, Little wine 101 facts like that all was exciting to me. And like I said, I love being the center of attention. So what what other way to get that social feel than to stand at the end of a table and help serve wine to a bunch of ladies that are 
having a great time. And I say ladies because a majority of my customers are ladies, but I do have a lot of guy customers too. But anyway, and then even this year, I have realized that while my calling in service is still there, I have kind of morphed that calling into my career all at the same time because now I'm doing this podcast where I'm still doing the wine business, but my calling and my career have meshed together and I'm doing this podcast where I'm serving you guys by sharing my experiences and insights, whether technically correct or even politically correct, (laughs) may not always be may not always be there, but you know. So what I'm saying is your career and your calling can be the same thing. They can be completely different. But what you need to do is you need to sit down and really inventory what it is that you are spending your time doing and then look at the gifts that God has given you and ask yourself, honestly, am I utilizing all the gifts and blessings that God has given me to further his plan, further his will, further the gospel, and grow the body of Christ, whether that's through my job or my career or doing something different, right? And then take action. Be obedient. Step out in obedience and do what needs to be done in order to fulfill that calling. So that's where I'm going to leave you at today. I know that I know that one was not quite as short as I was hoping it would be and honestly it's because I'm not able to cut stuff out today and edit, but I I want you guys to know that every single thing that you guys do counts towards the will and the blessings of God that he has in store for you as long as you choose to go in that direction, okay? And maybe you're in a position where you're stuck in a job that you don't enjoy doing that is not your calling, but you're there out of necessity. Can I just remind you that God God wants you to have the faith that he's going to provide as long as you're, he wants you to have the faith that he's going to provide every need that you have. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, sometimes what you think you need is not always exactly what God knows you need. (laughs) So God will never put you in a position of doing something that isn't going to further his plan or purpose for your life in the long run. Now, it may not match up with what your plan or what you think your purpose is, but if you will keep God at the forefront, you seek his kingdom first, he will, he will bless you in all the ways that, um, that he, he, he wants to. So you just got to let him, you got to let him be the guide and let him be the forerunner in this race that we call life. So I am hitting 30 minutes here. So we are going to go ahead and sign off today. I would love, love, love your input. So if you gathered anything from today's episode, if you would pause this episode right now and go over to iTunes and leave us a review, 
That helps us get seen more so that I can get more special guests and do more giveaways and basically help further our call and our mission to serve other good portion mamas around the world. Uh, as always, lots and lots of love and cheers. Cheers.